Okay, so today we have the lovely Emma Johnson. Hi. And I'm going to ask Emma to introduce herself because I just won't do her justice. So <laughs> Emma, do you want to tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what you do? Thank you, Gemma. It's, it's lovely to be here. And yeah, a bit about me. Um, I'm an EFT practitioner, trainer, mentor and uh, a conscious wealth coach, if you like. So primarily I work with small business owners, people with a big dream who are in business for themselves and they're in the business of changing lives and stuff like that. Healers, coaches, practitioners, but they're not earning the money they want to be earning. And they've got this feeling that they know why maybe they're scared of getting out there you know visibility is a thing um and I help them to basically clear all that programming that is keeping them where they are keeping them stuck and not as prosperous as they deserve to be I love that I love that okay so we're today we're going to talk about how childhood bullying can then impact you in your adult years um particularly I suppose we both noticed it mainly in business. Um, so you've had experience of being bullied yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So it, there was no physical bullying involved with me. It was, it was the kind of marginalization, you know, neglect, ousting, but also um, kind of emotional bullying from one or two particular people um, that you know without the nitty-gritty sort of stuff that would boil you to tears probably culminated in um, a letter being written to me by said person pointing out all the bad bits about me you know my awful hair it was awful I did have an afro it was a perm that went wrong but you know still <laughs> and you know the size of my bum and the fact that I couldn't get a boyfriend I was 13 you know and then everybody in the class signed it and it sounds silly but Things like that, they have a huge, as you know, a huge carry forward effect. And I've only just in this last year really started unpacking how that's affected me throughout life, throughout business and all the rest of it. And I think until until we talk about this more, more people are going to stay quiet thinking that there's nothing they can do about it, you know, because there is and, and you, you don't have to stay stuck in it. Completely, I completely you know from our previous conversations, I completely agree. And I think as well as feeling like they've got to stay stuck in it, a lot of people, a lot of us aren't even recognising it. We're not even aware that this yeah. is not a personality trait. This is not a part of who we are. This is something that happens so early on in our life that we can't remember life without feeling that way. Yeah. And so, and I noticed you said, um, I know it sounds silly, but... And we do. And this is why we don't talk about it, because it feels insignificant. It happened a long time ago. We're not around those same people anymore. Like, why am I keep churning this up? Why am I doing this to myself? But there must be a reason why you've looked at it. So what would you say off the top of your head? What are the first few things where you went, oh, hold on a minute. This might be to that. Yeah, I think I think it was at the growth stage of my business. So I've been in business, well, for real in business about five years now. And it was at the growth stage when I started to step up and step into the role of trainer and all of that. And, you know, I was getting more exposure to more people. And as you cast your net wider, as you step up and you 
speak your truth, there's going to be people who don't like what you have to say, particularly if you are a bit of a trailblazer and a bit of a black sheep and you're not very good at keeping your mouth shut, which I'm not, about things that matter to me, you know, you're going to ruffle feathers. You're going to ruffle feathers. And so that first time when I had like a hater, if you like, or, you know, somebody who mm, made it very clear they didn't agree with me or what I was saying, it, it catapulted me in an instant back to that moment where the very essence of who I was was being questioned. Do you know what I mean? In that feeling of, I can't even describe it as a feeling. It's just a really sinking, horrible gut punch of, oh, something is really wrong with me. Like, why can't I get my stuff together? Was And then, you know, because I'm 45, all the stuff started, or 44 then, all it's, it started ensuing about, you know, why can't I, why am I still experiencing this? Why is this still bothering me? I was a kid, I should be over it by now. Why can't I get my stuff together? Blah, 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 blah. And then that sort of self-flagellation kicked in. I was just like, hang on a minute, this this isn't, I don't like the word normal, but this is this is not useful, right? This is not, mm-hmm. this is not useful to me. And so let's have a look at that. Let's unpack it, I carried it around for long enough. Yeah, of awareness because that's what it is isn't it is that oh god I'm back there again I can and I should imagine you felt all the same feelings that same heaviness that like Mm -hmm. you said the gut churning and all of that um that can last varying degrees of time depending on who you're surrounded by now and Mm. what you're doing now and I know that all of your work is to do with self-awareness so I should imagine you sort of were fast tracked through, if you like, like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, that's it. And keep yeah. on going. Yeah. And then once I saw the first bit, it did not stop. Like I've had a year of just constant one after the other, after the other, after the other, like raising their heads. And it's almost like, you know, I, I'm a big believer in in co-creating with the universe and all of that. And like once I'd made my mind up what it was that I was doing and the mission that I was on, you know, Big E went, oh, really? There you go then. This is a list of the stuff, that a laundry list of all the stuff you're going to need to look at, love. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to remind you of that on a regular basis. And, you know, with the tools that we have, it's easier to do because we know how to deal with that. And also we know it's not our fault. And I think that is huge because the self-blame that comes along with this is, I think, what kept it stuck in me for so long. And the fact that, oh, there must be something wrong with me. You know, yeah. we internalise it, don't we? yeah the shame absolutely yeah completely I think that's a really good point this comes most often when we're up leveling who we are when we're trying to reveal who we truly are and just be ourselves and there's no coincidence that it happens around a similar age group um particularly for women it happens in a certain age bracket where we just go okay I've had enough now it's too tiring trying to be what everybody else needs me to be and wants to see in me I just want to be me now, please. Thank you very much. And then in order to do that, whether it's in business or in life, you've, like you said, the universe or whatever you believe it may be is like, okay, we'll deal with this first and then you can be that person. You mm-hmm. can see that. And that's, that's no easy thing to deal with. No, it isn't. And, and especially if you're on your own dealing with it, what I mean by on your own is if you if you don't have a bunch of tools or, or somebody on hand or something on hand to help you through that, I think it's it's very kind of bewildering because you just think, what do I, and how do you even know it's something you need to deal with? Like we say, a lot of people might just think, 
that that is it forever. That's what they're going to struggle with forever. You know, so it, it, more and more in this life, it's for me, it's about getting the awareness out there of, you know, stuff that can help you and stop you staying stuck um, because it's a nasty place to be when you're up to your armpits and ick and guilt and shame and you're just wading through treacle all the time. It's not a nice feeling, but it's just feelings and it doesn't it doesn't have to be like that forever you know completely and i know you will have experienced this too that when you are willing to become more aware of it when you're willing to take that difficult step then the right people just seem to appear and i know there will be people that listen to this or watch this depending where they're seeing it and they'll be like oh that's me Mm. and i think I think I want people to know they're not in it alone. Even if you are in that moment, the yeah. minute you recognise you want to do something about it, the right things will come in front of you. That's just what happens. The right people, all of it. Absolutely. And, and I think it's really critical to, if you're going to work with somebody on it or get help from anybody on it, I think it's critical to have somebody who's got first-hand experience of it because they can guide you so much more easily out of, quagmire you know out of all the stuff that's keeping you stuck where you are um but yeah definitely the right once you make that decision the stuff just lines up to support you which is really nice yeah yeah and then you can trust trust yourself but trust is huge though isn't it because i think and especially with this kind of thing you know there was an element of that with me like not trusting myself because I let myself get into that situation in the first place why didn't I respond better why didn't I just deck them why didn't I do this me, 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 me. not that you know but it goes through your head doesn't it why didn't I just do this and so I think you learn to trust yourself a little bit less you know when things like that happen and certainly the world because what about why didn't anybody help me why didn't anybody come sort it out why didn't the teachers do something why didn't blah 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 yeah you know so trusting, I think, is massive. Certainly trusting yourself, at least. Yeah, and I think yeah. another common one is, why didn't I learn from the last time? Yeah. Or the last, last times, because it quite often has happened on repeat, and that's why you're starting to notice it. Um, yeah, I think that's really common. So have you any advice for anyone who's watching who's thinking, oh, this sounds familiar, this is me, what would you say to them right now? Okay. All I can really say is what I did. that seems to work for me. So take from it what you need and leave what doesn't resonate. But I tried to, I, I brain dumped it all on paper. What I was thinking about, what I was feeling, what I remembered. And then I kind of removed myself as much as possible from it and tried to, to read it as if it was an account from somebody else. Right. And just go, okay those are facts rather than be in it because the last thing you want to do when you're thinking about this is put yourself back in the situation and then look at it and first of all give yourself a massive dose of compassion you know for actually having the guts to sit and look at it and then find somebody who can help you if you don't have the tools that you need but if you get it out of here and onto paper then it becomes real because a lot of the time we 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 wonder whether we haven't imagined it as well. Am I making too much of this? Right. I did that anyway. I was like, oh, it's no big deal. Maybe I'm just making too much of it. You know, there were no bruises, etc. But we do, isn't it? We downplay it. So when it's on paper, it takes on a very different energy. And then it's just a case of I removed myself as much as I could, read it 
read it back as if, you know, to observe what was happening and then got into it and started looking at it. And I think it's really important because what you were doing there is distancing yourself from the emotion. But that's what we're dealing with is this intense emotion at a time in our lives during our formative years where we weren't equipped to deal with it. And most of us were let down by the people around us Mm. unintentionally. No no doubt that most people would look back and say, oh, but they didn't mean to, you know, they never intended it. But bullying was seen as a rite of passage. It still is to a certain degree. Like you say, we downplay it. Well, lots of people experience this. Loads of people experience worse. That's the big one. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Said that a thousand times. Yeah, and it doesn't matter because that's their experience and this is yours. Um, But I think this is something that you and I are really, well, we were talking about this just before we started recording. And that's the fact that even if you have tools, even if you feel like you know the next steps, you still need someone else. I think so, because I don't think you, as much as you're looking at that objectively on a piece of paper, you never quite have the the capacity to pull out different things, to ask the right questions, because you're asking with your conscious mind, which is the same question uh, mind that you're answering them with. And we know that that's not the same. So what, what you and I do is we obviously get in a little bit underneath that and we can pull out the right the right answers if you like not that there are right answers but you know what I mean we can guide the conversation it's really hard to do that yourself and the other the other bit about it that I missed out was that when you've when you've written it down and you read it out just rub or tap under your collarbones that's what I did just to lessen the emotion because that it's very soothing it's like an acupressure point and it just helps to kind of calm you down so what we don't want you to do is go back into the memory too much so that's why the distancing but that actually soothes you as well to say you're okay, you're safe, you know, it, it's all right, and it will bring it down. I believe I forgot that part, but that's the biggest hit. I love that. Okay, so I think you've covered loads there. I think that anybody who's in, who's sitting on the fence, who's maybe had an inkling that they, you know, there's stuff to deal with, but kept pushing it aside, you know, I think maybe listening to you talking may help in as much as realizing. They don't have to stay stuck and it doesn't have to be painful, emotionally painful to get beyond it. Actually, the most painful part, I believe, is being aware. Because actually dealing with it, as we both know, with things like EFT available to you, you don't have to feel re-traumatized by the whole experience, do you? So can you share with everybody how to get in touch with you if they feel like your description at the beginning of what you do is for them yeah the best place to get hold of me actually at the moment is on facebook so my my uh, page is facebook.com forward slash inner smile coach as in the smile inside inner smile coach um i'm on there hanging out every day weekdays doing the daily tap usually sometime around 12 noon monday to friday um at the moment i'm still rebuilding a new website and all of that stuff lovely stuff so catch me on facebook for the best effect and actually that gives you a good experience anyway i know you do a daily tap type thing as well don't you um yeah so you can come along and tap with me and perfect Perfect. thank you so much for today you're really welcome thanks for having me thank you